it has been debated, but today we can estimate that there are around 7,000 languages present in our world today. Language is a vital part of what makes us human and allows us to connect to those around us. As technology has advanced over the years, we had this desire for technology to understand us. Fast forward to today, we see computers that not only can understand text, but also spoken word inputs, while also having the capability to form words itself. We see this in speech recognition tools, chatbots, things like spell checking, Siri, and Alexa. But what makes that possible? How can technology learn from language, understand it, and respond to it? Well, there comes the field of natural language processing. From Vivid Machines, I'm Cassie Terkstra, and you are listening to Vivid Machines Variety. Before we get into today's episode, I thought I would define a few key terms. NLP, or natural language processing, is essentially computers' ability to understand human language, but we will discuss this term a lot further. Computer science, really simply put, is the study of computers. This could include algorithms, hardware, software, and so much more. And lastly, linguistics is just the study of human language. There are some terms that we'll discuss later on, but I think these are some good starting points to understand and get a grasp of the field. We have a lot to cover today in order to give you a brief but thorough introduction into the field of natural language processing, or NLP. Combining both computer science and linguistics, NLP became deeply rooted in our daily society. We see speech recognition and synthesis happening in our cars, homes, and smartphone devices. But it's hard to wrap your head around how any of this is possible. At least it was for me. When NLP was first being researched, the deconstruction of sentences into bite-sized parts was an important first step. You can't write out all the possible ways a sentence can be said because, let's be honest, us humans like to mix it up a lot. The fundamental types of English words that you are most likely taught in school, like pronouns, adjectives, nouns, and verbs, are only helpful to train these machines for so long. What happens when a machine comes across a word like bull or fly? Should it assume it is a noun or a verb? And with that, what is the grammar and context of the word within the sentence? Well, grammar and phase structure rules become vitally important when considering this. With these set out rules, researchers use parse trees to further break down sentences. The tree models dismantle a sentence by the word, construction, grammar, and more. All these techniques have been used to help computers to understand different languages. For example, if you provide a computer the sentence, where is the closest gas station? It will be able to identify the where as the question, gas station as the noun, and closest to be the general dimension for understanding. It has also become increasingly easier for computers to be able to respond to questions based on the large amount of information that's available on the internet. Google alone has knowledge graphs of billions of facts at their disposal. These graphs are huge knowledge bases that sites like Google store all their facts and knowledge. That which NLP can use to keep getting better and be able to respond to more specific questions. How else would Siri be able to tell you what year Jennifer Lopez came out with her first album? So hopefully this is making sort of sense so far. 
By breaking down languages into bite-sized pieces of information for computers, an understanding of language can be provided back to users. But unfortunately, this still does not answer how a computer can understand information that is spoken and not written. In order to understand language based on sound, researchers have used different techniques. For example, spectrograms were used to understand the way vowels were said by people, which are essentially visual representations of frequencies made onto colorful sound graphs. And if you have a second, if you Google spectrogram, there's some great images that will pop up right away to give you a great visual representation. By charting these changes in frequency and type of noise, it became more possible to take apart certain words. There has also been the use of deep neural networks. Sound familiar? Well, we've discussed this in past podcasts, like the one with Tom Tolley that you can go check out on our channel. Not to mention different language models that can predict patterns of words and give statistics on what is most likely to follow certain phrases. Amazing, right? And finally, we have speech synthesis, which is commonly understood as the ability to make it possible for a computer to output speech. This provides us with voice user interfaces that we see all over our daily lives, from Alexa to Siri to your CarPlay, chatbots, and much more. These technologies keep learning and adapting the more we use them and will continue to transform how we think about computational linguistics as a field of study, which is both computer science and linguistics as defined earlier on. Well, I hope this was a helpful Quick Talk Tuesday to give you a brief overview on what is natural language processing and how some of its functions are made possible. If you have any questions about this podcast or some suggestions for what you would like to hear on our next show, shoot me a message at cassie at vivid-machines.com. This has been Cassie Turkstra with another episode of Vivid Machines Variety.